Hey friend, welcome to But What If You Did. I'm your host, Allison. I'm a life coach, podcaster, and most importantly, a cat mom. On this podcast, we talk about the messy middle in life transition. As a generation, there is so much millennials were conditioned to not talk about, and the messy middle was definitely one of those things. So I'm breaking down the walls, doing things a little bit non-traditional, and having raw, vulnerable conversations with some of my closest friends. I interview personal development experts and wellness advocates to show you what's possible and help you build your toolkit so that you too can live a meaningful life on your terms. Ready to dive into today's conversation? I promise it's going to be epic. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did? Uh, I am so excited, as always, that you decided to take some time out of your day to come hang with me for a bit today. So right now, I feel like I am in this season of reflection and even in some ways, a season of maybe more absorption where I'm just kind of absorbing a lot of what's happening around me and sitting in this space where I don't really feel like I have to make a big move. I'm kind of just waiting and observing and seeing what comes and waiting to respond, which is very much a part of my human design. And it's an element that I think I've previously struggled to live into, but recently has felt um, more aligned. And there, there's a reason that I feel like I'm gaining this knowledge as I move into my mid-30s and Um, I'm excited to share more and more of these kind of independent lessons that I'm learning with all of you. I think a lot of times, you know, we listen to podcasts and sometimes we hear these lessons and things that and these stories from whoever you're choosing to hang out with that day and spend some time with. I think the cool thing with podcasting is it can feel like a really intimate conversation, right? Like I like to think of us as friends having a cup of coffee and just chatting about life. And while I understand that not everyone uh, looks for those deep uh, conversations over a cup of coffee with friends, uh, that is certainly something that I value quite a bit and have found myself more pulled towards in the recent years. Um, But anyways, so I have noticed recently that I'm just finding myself reflecting back on a lot of lessons that I have finally really taken to heart and absorbed and learned. But these are lessons that have resurfaced over and over and over again for me for quite some time. And recently, this specific lesson that we're going to dive into today came up. Um, I've seen it reflected within a couple of my different circles of friends, whether that is, you know, a circle of influence, a circle of friendship, or even um, with some of my coworkers. And it's something that, you know, when I was in their position, it was really hard to see a way out and to see what was happening. Um, and now I tend to catch myself falling into these seasons where I'm, where I'm grasping at control, which is what we're going to dive into a little bit today and realizing that the resistance is coming from myself. Like it's not coming from the external environment. It's not coming from the external people I'm interacting with the, the resistance. And the reason that I can't quote unquote grasp control of a situation it is all coming from misalignment and, and just things that I don't need to have in my power that for some reason I've told myself a story I do. So today's conversation, we are going to get into if you are that person that can relate to that feeling of grasping for control and you feel like you're being met with resistance, I want to deep dive into what that looks like, what that might feel like, and how we can better learn to move through that. 
But before we get into that, I do want to shout out uh, Gut Personal as always. You guys, it is allergy season across a vast majority of the country right now. And something that I'm just really obsessed with and loving, and it's funny because when this product launched last year, I was like, I don't have allergies. I don't need that product. Um, you know, it was one of their few supplements that I really didn't, I didn't order. I didn't try it. It didn't feel necessary. Like I would recommend it occasionally to other people, but it wasn't something that I had personal experience with. And that is the rescue. Uh, the rescue is one of the coolest allergy supplements um, I have found on the market. It really breaks down the histamines that are causing your reaction rather like it gets to the root cause of that rather than just masking the symptoms. And I think all too often we find ourselves taking something that really all it does for us is mask the symptoms. And so when it wears off, we are left feeling just as bad as we were before we took it. And this has really just helped me in a number of ways. Um, I've been sleeping better. I have had less headaches, um, just a lot of things that like I said, we as a society have conditioned ourselves to believe is normal. So if you are somebody that lives in a state that has a lot of the pollen action going on right now, head on over to gutpersonal.com backslash, but what if you did and check out the rescue? They have some really awesome spring sales going on right now. You can use my code, but what if you did at checkout? And as I said, I don't recommend products on the podcast that I don't use every single day or week. And the rescue has become an absolute staple for both me and my boyfriend. And I really just, I can't wait for you guys to check it out. So once again, head on over to gutpersonal.com backslash, but what if you did, or use the code, but what if you did at checkout to save? And I will of course link all that down below in the show notes. All right. So on that note, let's dive back into today's conversation on grasping for control and being met with resistance. So I think sometimes when we are grasping for control, it's because something in our life feels really unpredictable. And if something feels unpredictable, it likely feels unstable or insecure. And so I think what happens is, or at least in my personal experience, when I'm worried about something being unpredictable, unstable, insecure, I'm really grasping to say, okay, how do I get control of this situation? How do I put myself back in the driver's seat? And we're going to come back to this car analogy a lot. So hang on to your seats, friends. Um, and what is happening is really this idea that control is just an illusion. We are constantly evolving people. We are constantly evolving in our world. Our worlds are constantly evolving around us. And sometimes we're trying to just force something into existence when it's not our job to control it. It's not our job to... it. it it's not something that we need to have control over. Um, and by trying to force something into existence, that can feel really painful. And I also want to just point out that trying to make something happen and trying to grasp for something and trying to control something, it takes a lot of effort. And that drains us in a lot of areas of our life. So going back to this idea that control is really just an illusion. And sometimes we think we're looking for one thing and what we're actually looking for another thing. And so I want you to ponder this idea. Are you searching for control or are you searching for freedom? Often when we're seeking stability, we want that stability to be on our terms. And I think that this can really lead us to misinterpret this as a need for control when really what we're really deeply seeking is this freedom to exist in a way that we see 
as aligned or as our most aligned self. So I want to talk about a broken soundtrack that I think a lot of us have, and it's kind of just deeply embedded into society. And that is, if I resist long enough, I'll have control back and then I will be free. And I don't think that's true. It doesn't have to be true because our reality check is you cannot change a situation or a circumstance when you're in the process of resisting it, right? You don't have the mental space, the capacity, the reasoning, the logic skills to out-reason yourself out of a situation where you've told yourself one story and another is actually true. And so this is where I think we have to get really real with ourselves and we have to get really reflective and we have to sit with these hard emotions and really think about why is it that I'm grasping for control? Because you can't embrace something new when you're holding so tight to something old. And I know that I've done this so many times in my life, whether it was chasing a promotion that I felt like I needed and had to have, or, and it was like the specific job title when really this other job over here, which was there the whole time was the thing that was actually going to catapult my career in a different direction. And That was going to be the thing that moved the needle for me, but I was so hyper-focused on getting control of this one thing that I thought I needed more than anything that I was missing all the cues from the universe around me that I could have something more, that I could have something more expansive and better that would take me to the next level. And it was right there that whole time, but I was so, you know, narrowed in on this one specific thing that I was blind to everything else around me. And I think like that's the problem with when we are desperately seeking control and that's the resistance that we're coming up against is that resistance is the universe and everything around us trying to redirect us to this other thing that's actually meant for us and actually more aligned. And this thing that could really just like transform everything for us but we have to be open and vulnerable and curious and be able to to take a step back and see what's working and what's not working. And so where you are is in this space where you want control, but where you really want to go and to move through this is acceptance. You want to move through the need for control and find acceptance in the what is and the just being in that for a period of time so that you can self-reflect and pull back and learn the lesson. And, you know, we always talk about like the layers of the onion or pulling back the curtain on all of these things and the things that make us, you know, that seem hard and, and whatnot. And I think those are the cool things in life that allow us to really take that that big giant leap forward, but we have to go through that messy middle. And I think that that's why this idea of control and and feeling that resistance like so deeply resonates with me because that is the messy middle. Like that is the epitome of what so many of us go through and we try to just like shy away from and not talk about and we feel a lot of shame around is that I can't figure it out in this messy middle season. No, sometimes those messy middle seasons are like the best thing that can happen to you because these are the things that are redirecting you to what you actually need to be successful. So another way that I like to think about this is, you know, working towards this idea of not only acceptance, but also just empowerment. And that's this feeling that you are empowered to handle whatever comes your way you have the ability to handle whatever comes next. You don't have to know what's coming. 
to be successful in that next space, right? Um, And when you stop pouring energy into holding yourself back, think of how much that frees up your energy to be used in a more productive manner. I like to think of control as like putting on the emergency brake and forgetting to take it off. And if you forget to take that emergency brake off, like the car is going to make some weird sound. (laughs) You're going to keep pushing. It's going to go a little bit, but like it's not, the car's not going to move the way the car is intended to move. And so when you pump the emergency brake on your life, you're not moving through life in the way that you are meant to move through life. You're really going to continue to find those roadblocks and that resistance and oh, that you feel like you're trudging uphill and you don't know how you're ever going to get through this. And it just starts to feel impossible. And then you tell yourself these stories about, I'm never going to get there. It is impossible. And it starts to become your reality. But it all starts from this feeling that you had to get control of something that was never meant for you. If you are somebody that you have found yourself sitting in this season where you are totally 100% hearing and seeing yourself in what I'm describing and you're saying, yeah, that's me. I'm going, I, I need control because there's so much uncertainty right now and I feel unstable and I don't know what to do next. What if you shifted your narrative? And you could acknowledge that, that that that's what you're feeling. Those are really hard feelings. I acknowledge that I am grasping for control over something that I don't need control over. What if you became curious and started to ask yourself, what is it about this situation that feels so important to me? What is it about this job title? What is it about this move to this whatever state? What is it about this thing that is has my attention so hyper-focused that I might be missing out on what's happening around me? What if I might be missing out on what's actually meant for me because I'm so sure that this other thing is what I need, right? What if we pulled back and then we practice some self-compassion for, I see you and I acknowledge that You are doing the best you can with the resources you have in front of you. You are doing the best you can through your learned experiences. You are doing the best you can to move the needle forward for yourself, to step into a more aligned life. You are doing the best you can, right? I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. There's a little story for on a self-compassion for you. Um, A few weeks ago, I was driving home and I just dropped my coffee cup in my car. Like it slipped out of my hand. It was a really slippery cup. And as I was dropping it, I was like, man, this cup feels really nice. It's really slippery. And then I just dropped it and coffee spilled everywhere. But this was the first time that I've like spilled something in my car that I wasn't like, man, Allison, you're so stupid. How could you do something a stupid thing? Right? This was the first time that I was like, oh man, accidents happen. Guess I'll clean that up when I get home. In the meantime, that's a really nice cup. I wonder where they get them from. (laughs) And like, that was such a growth moment for me because I've had things like that happen so many times and I just, I'm always tough on myself, right? And so I think when you can take something of those little moments and you can flip that narrative for yourself, you really see that growth for yourself and that growth, it will then be reflected out into other areas of your life. So here's a couple of self-reflection questions that might help you in, um, if you find yourself in one of these grasping for control kind of moments, what would happen if you just existed? What would happen if you followed the path with ease and flow? What would that feel like? 
How would you show up differently? Right? I think sometimes we want to overcomplicate this and we want to make this super hard for ourselves, but that just having that lens of curiosity and trying to understand and showing a little bit of self-compassion can take us so much further. It can go so beyond what we think it can. And those little shifts are really what cause the biggest jumps and the biggest change and the thing that like really gets you from stuck to unstuck, right? So to move through resistance, we must first explore that innate desire to do something differently. And I think that that's something that was really hard for me personally to understand about like when I would come up against this resistance was it was like, I had this idea in my mind of how I had to get to this next step. And it didn't matter what I did, I was going to move through that and push for that to get to that no matter what. And there was a path and there was this path that I was told to follow. And that was what I was going to do because that path seemed right and true and all that there was. Um, but it was when I started to shift and have this really true desire to, to see these moments, recognize them for what they were, and to give myself permission to do something different that I was actually able to move through them. And a lot of that came from learning to ask myself better questions and to pause and be curious. And like, I'm a person, I'm an Enneagram six. I will ask questions for, to understand until your ear hurts, till you're like, how could you possibly have this many questions? What I wasn't good at doing was using that gift to ask myself better questions. And when I learned to pause, take a breath, and really reflect back to myself and ask myself better questions, that's when life really started to get interesting. That was when I started to notice these more wonder-filled moments and the awe in the world around me, right? Um, And I think that sometimes something that's so simple to do is also so simple not to do, and that is why we miss the opportunity to take advantage of these little skills that we already have embedded in ourselves to reflect back to ourselves, right? Um, it, it's only then can we really learn to identify our triggers and that deeper story that exists below the many, many layers that have us grappling for control when really it was never about control. It was never about, it was never about what we thought it was about, right? Like it was always about freedom. It was always about stepping into our more aligned self. Um, so to wrap this up and to put, to tie a little bow on it, I want to share a couple of things that, you know, have worked really well for me. And these may not work for you. And I think that that's kind of like a big mission for me with this podcast is to help you see that there are so many different ways to think about things. There are so many different perspectives out there. Today's episode may not be your jam. It may not have resonated with you at all. And that's totally cool. But if it did, I would love for you to share it with a friend and maybe it will help them too. But sometimes you have to hear a lesson from several different people before you find the person that it really resonates for you. So if I'm that person that said something today that resonated with you, please slide into my DMs because I would love to hear how this episode has really helped you and or take a screenshot of this, tag me in your story over on Instagram, tell me what you took away from the conversation. Um, But anyways... Like I said, tie a bow on it now that I've gone down that rabbit hole. um, Sometimes when I find myself grasping for control, I just have to think about what do I really want and then pause and then do something to break that cycle. And that could be going outside and going for a walk, 
That could be grounding, sticking my feet in the grass outside. That could be pulling out my sketch pad and, um, you know, drawing for a little bit. Like something that is not what I want to do in that moment, but helps me to manage the overwhelm and to break that cycle of like grasping for control. Sometimes I have to journal about it, but whatever it may be. And then I ask myself, what a higher, more aligned version of myself would like to do in this situation. I think sometimes we are so fast to like, I have to do this, I have to do that, that we don't even start to think about like, if I had control of this situation, what would feel supportive? What would I like to do? Um, And by asking myself that, often I realize that I can actually do that. I can try my best to move forward in a different way. It doesn't always work, but that's how you learn and that's how you grow and that is how you really start to develop that self-compassion muscle and your confidence muscle and your resilience muscle and all of these things that we we hear about and we don't do enough to develop them or or and if you you know if you're listening to a podcast like this, chances are you really are trying to develop those skills for yourself, but they're not things we were taught to develop in school. And a lot of my ability to develop it has come from seeking podcast content. It's come from reading different books. It's come from book recommendations from people. It's come from coaching and working with a coach myself and going to therapy and 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 all of these different tools that help me to develop these skills. So if you're out there and you feel like you're alone in developing these skills, just know that I feel like that's pretty normal, right? Like a lot of this is self-work. It is growth work. And if you're struggling to figure out how to do those for yourself, then maybe it is the right move to start working with a coach or a therapist or somebody who can help you to build those skills over time. All right, friends. Well, as always, I so love having these conversations with you guys. I hope today's conversation was helpful in some way. And until next time, I will talk to you all real soon. Thank you so much for coming to hang today. I know you have a lot of choices when it comes to what podcasts you listen to, and I'm so grateful that you chose to spend part of your day with me. If today's conversation helped you in any way, I would love for you to leave a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts from. And if you believe the podcast conversation could help someone else in your life, I would love for you to share it with them. The simple act of sharing these episodes with people you love really, truly means the world to me. Until next time, friends, I'm Allison, and this has been But What If You Did.